0: Hello world, welcome to Jesus Boost, I'm Lisa Toledo. This week's episode is on perspective. How to take a step back and look at things from a different, a bigger perspective. We all can admit life has gotten pretty complicated lately. So many tragedies going on in our country from coast to coast. I want to complain and I'm sure you do too, it's natural. Things are disrupting our lives whether it's worrying about our country, disagreements on politics or wearing masks, losing our jobs, health crises. From this perspective, life seems pretty crappy right now, and we may wonder, where is God in all this? I tend to rely on scripture on Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter eight, verse 28, times like these. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Well, I love him, so I have to trust that he will work things out. He has so many times in the past, but often it was a result of me changing my perspective that made things better years ago you know pre-covid days when wearing a mask was for halloween yeah even back when life was quote normal there were things i thought just couldn't be happening even friends had said to me wow what you're going through is tough at one point my husband got let go from a company he was with for 15 years we never saw it coming he was then unemployed for eight months while trying to find some work. Ultimately, the family had to sell the house and move cross country during the critical high school years. Well, we put offer after offer on houses to buy, only to be outbid five times. If you've ever been in bidding wars, it's an emotional roller coaster. Let's hope you don't have to. Well, technically, we had sold our home. We didn't have a new home, so we were homeless, living in a hotel for a few weeks, using up all of our savings. And school was starting soon. Finally, we begged for and landed a house. A teeny tiny house, half the size of our previous one for double the price, but we were finally together. That was a really hard time for the Toledo family. But in the midst of our drama, out of the blue, I received an alarming email, a prayer request. And I learned that a friend's son had just been diagnosed with cancer. Her 18 year old boy had leukemia and would be starting chemo and radiation immediately. That's when I had to take a step back. This can't be. I knew this boy. He was so healthy looking, tall and thin and in great shape. Holy cow. This this news changed everything. Who cares about the type of house you're in as long as you have a roof over your head? Who cares if the kids will have to be resilient and adjust when your kid could have cancer, when a friend's son is really, really sick. Author and speaker Wayne Dwyer put it simply, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I think sometimes a lot of us lose perspective. We find ourselves incredibly self-absorbed, thinking only about us, our families, our homes, our rights our taxes our vision becomes so narrow that all we can see and care about is our own little bubble picture this picture you're you are a visitor in a beautiful art gallery and if you get too close and put your nose up to the masterpiece you'll only see a little bit and maybe that little bit is dark and muddy but if you step back and back and take in the bigger picture you see more clearly and better understand the vision of the artist our artist is god and he knows the big picture and he wants us to enjoy it and engage in it but we have to step back a little step back and look at things from farther away not so close up and self-absorbed somehow We must try to reorient our lives to see things from God's perspective. Consider this saying from PJ McClure. Two men looked out through prison bars. One saw mud, the other saw stars. This is the difference perspective makes. If we can try to step back and take a wider view, a godly view, and let God reveal His thoughts to us, we can get a different, a proper perspective on life. And one way to do that is through contemplating His Word. Again, Romans eight twenty-eight, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. This was written by Paul as are 14 of the 21 letters in the New Testament. But consider what Paul went through. As an apostle, he endured more trials and tribulations than any of us can even imagine. Paul lived through shipwrecks, beatings, imprisonments, and death threats. Yet his letters are so encouraging. He literally sat in jail and saw the prison bars, but he saw the stars and he calls us to do the same. He said this, we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away. Inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal weight of glory that far outweighs them all. That was in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 16. Paul calls painful times light and momentary. Even though he's in the middle of some of the worst torture and pain you could even imagine, he's put on an eternal perspective, looking forward to the beauty and joy and permanence that awaits him in heaven. And yes, everlasting joy awaits us also. But how do we get through some of these trials while we are in the midst of them? Well, one strategy is to take the perspective—excuse perspective, me—of Victor. Or victim it's your choice you choose what to fix your eyes on the mud or the stars think about this where were the eyes of Peter as he walked on the stormy waters of the Sea of Galilee where were they focused at first on the Lord and he walked on water with confidence But when Peter took his eyes off of Jesus and looked at the wind and the waves, what happened? He began to sink. If you focus on the storm you're in, you will lose hope. You may give up. You'll be a victim. Fear, discouragement, being all stressed out and worried, those aren't signs of being focused, the Lord victors keep their eyes on the stars and on our Lord towards the heavenly rewards of faithfulness the deepening of a relationship with Christ the better thing God will give in place of what you have lost The taking on more of the character of Jesus by learning from trials. Victors. Victors don't complain life isn't fair. They understand that life is fair and impartial. Life does not care if you're rich or poor, if you're good or you're bad. It's going to rain and shine on everyone. Victors don't ask, why me? Why me? They ask about possibility. What can I learn from this? What is the next step? This is your boost from Jesus today. To have a victor's perspective. To condition your mind to look for the seed of opportunity that is in every adversity. To turn those scars into stars and to trust with complete certainty that you are not going it alone. Eugenia Price wrote this beautiful statement. To anyone in any kind of suffering, Jesus Christ has earned the right to say, come unto me. Bring your pain here to me. Together we will find a way to make use of it. I am your Redeemer. We will not waste a single tear. Victim or victor? Why me or what should I do next, Lord? The mud or the stars? It's your choice. As I shift my perspective with regards to my first world problems, that's another phrase my husband and I use when we're complaining, oh, another first world problem in perspective to third world problems, it's not important at all. But as I shift my focus to a focus on what Jesus would do, then anger and self-absorption melt away. And when I thought about this child's cancer, and then the health of my beautiful babies, I found myself uttering words of thanks and praise. This is what God's words call us to do. In Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, chapter five, verse 18, it says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ. During difficulties, start counting your blessings, giving thanks, and watch how your heart fills up again with peace and comfort and renewed strength. Through our most difficult challenges, we may think this is too much, it's, it's too hard, and we narrow in on what is happening to us, and it looks bleak and crummy, That doesn't mean that our powerful, loving Jesus has left us or that God's big picture is dark and damaged. Just look at the beautiful artistry that God had planned for some who suffered greatly, but with a victor, not victim perspective. They survived and thrived. Born in Mississippi, To an unmarried maid and a coal miner, abused by a relative, pregnant at 14, but lost the baby soon afterwards. This single woman could have been a victim. Instead, she became the first African American billionaire in history. Yeah, I'm talking about Oprah Winfrey. Born in the backwoods of Kentucky, poor, illiterate for most of his childhood, lost his mom at age nine, learned to be a lawyer all on his own, married, and then lost three out of four of his children, running for elected office time and time again, only to be defeated. This man did not take a victim perspective, but was a victor who went on to become the great emancipator of the slaves and savior of the Union, Abraham Lincoln. Nancy Brinker watched her sister, only 36 years old, suffer and die from breast cancer. But with a, what can I do from here attitude, She went on to found and lead a huge organization now called the Susan G Komen Breast Cancer Foundation. Ordinary people can do extraordinary things. That doesn't mean there won't be hardships along the way, but it's up to you to choose your perspective, victim or victor looking towards the stars, not the mud, focusing on the Lord, not the storm. After what happened this week at our nation's capital, I challenge each of us to peer through the eyes of Jesus. And how do you think he felt? Why do you think he felt that way? I imagine Jesus wept. Not just that a sacred building and property were destroyed, but that his children have turned against each other in such a way. All of one nation, proudly American, yet raging and hurting and destroying the bond of citizenry, of togetherness in the so-called united states of america i think we need to step back and to try to learn from this and grow as much as jesus is disappointed in our behavior i imagine many more people have turned to him in prayer asking for help for this country like they never have before and that's good and righteous and something positive to focus on I also believe that as much as our individual convictions fill us with passion, Jesus wants us to unite, to stop fighting, to love God, and to love one another. We can do this America. Like Paul teaches, giving thanks in all circumstances, counting our blessings, including our families, and our freedom and focusing on what is right, not just centering in on what is wrong with our country. Let's journey on with a hopeful and eternal perspective. Victor, not victim. And with Jesus, your redeemer on your team, you are never alone. Like Peter, keep your eyes focused on him and smile Because the king of the universe is holding out his hand for you forever. Amen. Well, that's it for episode 14 of Jesus Boost. If you or someone you know might like this podcast, you can share this episode by clicking the three dots or the square share button on your screen. Subscribe to Jesus Boost on your favorite podcast platform. Check out JesusBoost.com for more information about me, my podcast episodes, and my blog posts on, coincidentally, Try His Perspective. Follow on Instagram at JesusBoostPodcast and on Facebook at Be Strong Ministries. Have a great week. Be safe. Be love. Believe.